Natalia. Yes? In cases of supernatural phenomenon, are you more of a molder or a scully? I have to, okay, listen, I'm kind of on the fence about this one because I am extremely skeptical Mm -hmm. about supernatural phenomena. However, I am convinced my mom's house is haunted, so I am a total (laughs) fence sitter. (laughs) So, so would you say you're like a more okay so you're on the scale of more to molder than you are yes yes i'm very much so so more a molder but you know that scully says some convincing shit every once in a while Uh you know what i mean i am more a scully but i am also kind of on the fence Mm. and more of a i want to believe if you gave me proof i could be a convincing person Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times I'm not convinced. I also don't have a fear of like the paranormal, mostly because humans are already crappy. So Mm -hmm. like, I'd rather be with ghosts. If like ghosts, (laughs) if ghosts were out to kill me, they'd have done it already. Like, yes. And and times (laughs) when like people are like, oh, I saw a ghost. I would mostly think it's a person, a real person. Mm then yeah. be scared in that respect as opposed like, did, to anything did, else did you like, make sure your glasses were clean i'm not scared of this ghost i am scared that like there is someone in this abandoned place that may be yeah. not okay and want to yeah yeah mm-hmm. but like it would be fun if there were and i'm like open to the possibility i'm also open to the possibility of things like being aliens well i do believe I do believe in aliens. I think, yeah, I believe in aliens. Um, do I believe 100%. that they've like contacted us? I don't no, know. No. That I don't know, but I just don't feel like how there can be this big expansive universe and we're, and we're the it, it just like, doesn't seem right. Like that's just it's a very entitled position, seem right? Statistically possible. I'm not it's saying just, that they're like humanoids, like they might be of a they presence be that anything. we cannot perceive. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. all that all that fucking space and it's all empty. Yeah, 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 this just doesn't seem right. So. Like, it's just... I don't fucking think so. But, like, I could, like, believe in things, like, maybe not, like, I don't believe in Bigfoot, but I could believe in things, like, maybe people have been seeing some sort of creature we don't know about. Mm-hmm, a that's cryptid like, of sorts. Yeah, like, or, like, you know, it may be something we just haven't discovered, mm-hmm. or they're almost extinct, and that's why, like, most people see it, or maybe, like, a... Um, some sort of like mutation of another animal and that's what we saw like I like I believe that like people could be seeing weird things but there could be you know that scully basis of like well it could also be something else see the problem with my brain (laughs) is that every time I see like a real juicy supernatural thing I'm like, ooh, that's tight. But then there's a little part of my brain that's like, ooh, there's probably a scientific explanation for this. Yeah, no, like in terms of like, if I am going to watch something or like be into something, I'm totally yeah. into the paranormal. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, for sure. That's like my for favorite sure. type of like horror. Oh, it's like my yeah. favorite type of like TV show. Like oh. if we're gonna compare what we're gonna watch and Listen. you give me a ghost, I'm gonna be I- like there. Me and demons like exorcism shit. 
I'm an atheist, but I'm I'm like as soon as you're like Gloria Patra, I'm like yeah, yes, yeah, come yeah. on, let's like, go. Like friggin' the movie The Divine Fury, I've seen that shit like five times. I'm like yeah, p- punch that fucking demon <laughs> with your holy fire fist. Let's do this shit. If you haven't, if anyone listening hasn't seen the movie Divine Fury, it's <laughs> I, I can't say it's good, but, but it's, it's entertaining. Fun. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, like I will even go on like ghost hunts i will mm-hmm. go on like tours it doesn't okay. matter if i don't believe it i like it's think fun. that's a fun night so it's like fun maybe i'm not like a skeptic in the scully sense where i'm like oh this can't be it and then kind of just like shoot off i'm like i really want this to be it i'm You're gonna like, have fun anyway like, with, with me i'm sitting there like mm, okay like logically speaking i know this ain't yeah. it okay yeah but wouldn't it be fun if it was but like wouldn't it be like a fun little fun little but thing like, I can sit here and pretend like i'll pretend for an hour no. it's cool it's fun i also really love watching other people get scared about things oh. it's actually a very fun pastime at those yes. types of things so it's a little I, bit um short what is it a uh, shot in florida or whatever it's called i don't even know what it's called well so my my family, so as I said previously, uh, my mom's house is 100% haunted. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I, I don't really believe, but at the same time, but yeah, I've, I've seen shit, you know? You're cautious. But our house looks haunted, too. So mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, like, oh, this, ha-, like, it's, it, lo- it like, fits when the you part. Drive, when you drive up the driveway at night, you're like, oh, this fucking shit is haunted. Um, but we used to put on a, uh, a Halloween, my mom and her friends would put on a Halloween haunted house for all of mm-hmm. like the neighborhood kids, which was like 10 kids. We lived in like a farming town. So it's yeah. like, listen, there wasn't that much candy. <laughs> so everyone on everyone on the street, goes, like we're talking a full can of soda on the, and like full candy bars. Cause you're only getting like, but my mom used to put on these, like, I think back on them. And we psychologically traumatized children on Halloween. They would show up to this creepy house and they would be ushered in where all of my mom's friends would just, just, they would, they have built their artisans at horror. They would have like fake blood all over the place, you know, screams. As you were walking through the hallway, there was like a bathroom. Like, so there's a bathroom. So my dad would wait in a, in a gorilla mask and he would wait for the last person in line to just pass the bathroom. <laughs> and then he would kidnap them from the group and like hide them in the bathroom. And then the rest of them would go on. And we had this like, a, like old organ and my mom's friend would like dress up and there'd be like candles around her. And she'd be like playing the organ and like screech laughing with like blood running out of her eyes. Like, ah! And then, so just like just the see, worst most horrifying I see that shit is um the training those kids on the terrors of going to strangers houses yeah, pretty much like, one year we had a party for like my school friends who were unaware of just how into halloween <laughs> my family was and so my mom has this like half unfinished like totally creepy farmhouse basement like we're talking like water running down the walls like mud floor and so she had set up this like old decrepit table that like my dad used for like woodworking so like real beat to hell and so we're ha- she's like she's playing the role of like an evil scientist 
who then kidnaps my sister out of the like audience of my grade four <laughs> school friends and begins to perform a live autopsy on my sister who's just screaming at the top of her lungs as blood is like God, she has... one girl was crying so hard that she had to be escorted that's great i would have loved it i would have oh, you would have been you would have been absolutely you would have, loved it. it would have been your favorite time oh of the year no yeah for sure and like even when i was like young that like wouldn't have scared me but i would have loved watching it and i would yeah. have helped every single person because oh, that's what i do for sure like, it's like you know during, other i'm parties. like the person that you get in like a haunted house situation and the mm-hmm. workers love me because they realize yeah. that they you're can't scared, do anything to me you're you're fun but i know like what's going to scare those people that I'm in the group yeah. with and I will help them out at any way possible. Like, it's like other parties. They just put like, a, oh, well, you put some spaghetti in a bowl and pretended it was intestines. Weak sauce. <laughs> not, <laughs> not on our watch. Oh, <laughs> well, it's like a really weird topic to be talking about in the in, middle of March. As I know. Versus- well, Oh, it, what, it's what, me what, so we're always gonna talk that's true. about it's always halloween if you believe <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true i don't subscribe to the halloween is only yeah. for october yeah. halloween is it is your, if it's in your heart it's, it's always year alive. round year mm-hmm. round here but we're talking about this because we decided this week mm-hmm. that we were going to talk about a favorite show of yes. ours one that we've been watching for a very long time and i know mm-hmm. it's like a big thing for a lot of people and that is the internet sensation. Sensational. BuzzFeed Unsolved. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to take this time to kind of give you maybe a little of a crash course on it. Give you like, mm-hmm. if you're a person who's never, you know, watched the show, it. experienced it, we'll kind don't of know where, give like, you a path on it. So you, you know, kind of know what you're getting into and then you can fall in love with it. Yeah. Just like we do. Also, because they, the two, I don't even know what to call them, hosts? Yeah, hosts. Let's call them hosts yeah. of, of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Do you have a new show, since they're no longer with BuzzFeed, do you have a new show beginning sometime soon uh, where they are going to take up the mantle of hunting ghosts and demons once more? And so we just wanted to, you know, do a little little love fest for yes. their previous work before their new work we'll arrives. definitely talk about that one once it oh, like for sure. starts airing so 100%. you can like refer back to this podcast and know kind yeah. of what we're talking about and, and also because sky asked us because she oh, really true. wants to watch it yeah. but doesn't know where where to start yeah and okay. um kind of going into this we've decided so with buzzfeed there's actually kind of like two types of uh, videos that they do for the channel they have a true crime side and they have a supernatural mm-hmm. side and we've decided that we are gonna be focusing mostly on the supernatural yes. side because they do a little bit different with their stories and there's a a lot more fun that, <laughs> that yeah. happens in the a supernatural side shenanigans so the go down true crime side they kind of tend to kind of focus more on of like a documentary like an mm-hmm. infograph kind of style where they're talking about a true crime all of these are unsolved. Like that's the big the overarching of... thing, like that everything's unsolved. And so with the true crime, it's just them talking about the story with pictures. 
um it's kind of like a scripted it's thing great. yeah it it's really great. great the host kind of interject and so, that sort of thing um but the supernatural side while they still kind of have that thing going on and still do that they go on site for a lot of the supernatural mm -hmm. and stay in the places and try to pick up any supernatural phenomenon with like just like any ghost good, hunter good crime good crew, host you know like a, a you know one of those like those fun ones that you find on on like regular cable it's purely like that except with better host and they don't do the thing where they fake in yeah. sounds they just are very realistic about There's, what's going yeah. on so if you've never seen buzzfeed unsolved supernatural um it follows our two intrepid hosts Shane Bidet, aka and Scully, Ryan, and <laughs> <Ryan> <laughs> um, so Ryan is sort of the main host of the show. He's the one presenting everything, and he is a true believer. He is also and, one of the original creators of the show. Yeah, so he's he's the main like he does all the narration and presenting the research, and then you know, then Shane comes in and laughs at it yeah essentially yeah essentially <laughs> um, so ryan is a true believer he believes in ghosts he believes in demons he's, he believes he, in any and aliens. everything he believes in all phenomena and then shane <laughs> does not though no. shane is on the fence about aliens everything else is eh, yeah eh, you know <laughs> He's a trooper, but he doesn't believe in any of it. Yeah. So it's sort of like you have the believer in the straight man who comes along to shake his head. And it always, you know, begins. I think my favorite part of every episode is right at the beginning where Ryan does his little like intro, which always ends with into our continuing investigation into our ghost reel. And then the camera will cut over to Shane who looks directly in the camera and just shakes his head no, shakes like, him. no. <laughs> and that's the vibe yeah. you're gonna get <laughs> for the whole show is that Ryan desperately trying to prove his point that maybe ghosts are real and Shane going, Go Ryan, Ryan, sweet, sweet, dumb Ryan, no. And one of the things that I really love is when they actually get on site, um, they do a lot of stuff where they try to entice the ghosts to say things uh, or, you know, do some things. And a lot of that time they have to separate and do stuff alone. And <laughs> it will always end up with Ryan freaking out, not liking what he has to do and sitting there and like screaming, usually overheard outside of the building. Yeah. And then Shane just coming on. Hey, it's your boy. Let's hey, go. Hey, ghosts, it's me. What's it's up? Me. Uh, and and so like Ryan then tries to be super respectful to the ghosts. Meanwhile, Shane walks in. He's like, "Hey, like, life of the party. Here, let's fucking go. chop my head off." <laughs> like, Ryan's always like so like just like shocked and amazed, but also just like terrified. He's like, "Why would you do such a thing?" Yeah. And Shane always makes Ryan do things like maybe they're in a jail and they're trying to get like sounds from inside jail, and they they go they put the recorder in through like the small hole and and then Shane will be like go ahead put your whole hand in there and Ryan's like I don't wanna I don't wanna and then has to yeah. because Shane's the bully in the 
Yeah. It's a, such a perfect dynamic yeah. that it's the sort of dynamic where you watch them and you're like, okay, these are two very good friends. Yeah, yeah. Who just, they They're, decided to do this ridiculous Personalities project. mesh in, like, the greatest way possible, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just... For, for pure comedy. Yeah. Because they do, like, generally have kind of the same, like, humor. So, like... There are times when they'll like be discussing something and like Shane will like make a comment. And then Ryan, even though he tries to be so serious about everything and he wants to like present this like, you know, factual thing, he'll like kind of like get lost in what like Shane says. And yeah, gets, they'll get on a roll and they'll like comedic like tangent and then they'll come back to it. But I think, they've got I a think really like- good like mesh to, to them. Their like personalities work really well together. I think my favorite instance of that was there was an episode where they talk about the Mothman. Um, Such a good And usually the way this the episodes are set up is that there'll be a segment where they're in like a studio and then if they've gone on site, there's a segment with them on site investigating. But in the segment in the studio, they're talking like Ryan's trying to present all of this like, you know, here's all these cases like you know that people said they saw the mothman and what the mothman did but meanwhile shane is like mothman is a stupid name when he doesn't even look like a moth so he'll just keep coming up with like new nicknames for for the mothman (laughs) because he's like well they should have just called it the batman because he looks like a bat and they're like they can't call it the batman because batman's already thing and he's like the the winged death (laughs) they're just like they're just like are you done he's like no i got more i got more of these and it's just that sort of vibe that really it really does especially with that episode because they go into you know they obviously go to like some of the places where mothman Mm. has been cited and that sort of thing but they also kind of have this like part where they're discussing a lot about the economy and how that area um really kind of leaned into the the myth and they like do things like they go to a pizza place and get a like a pizza shaped pizza pizza and that sort of thing and shane's just like so into the fact that they just went above and beyond into this it's like he loves that like you can get your mothman pizza and he loves it like everybody in town's just like on board with it even if he doesn't yeah. care about the actual like trueness of it he's just like and they're, and they're this like is over so at, much fun they're like over at there's a there's a mothman statue in this town and he's over at, and he's like look at the ass on this like statue <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's so good he's like no like I don't, I don't think that an entire town would invent a mythical cryptid in Why order- Why would they? Let's in, go get some pizza. To, you know, get tourists. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do they wouldn't such a dare. thing. <laughs> would they? No, who would ever do such a thing? I believe six seasons in total. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe um, seven? Since they've left- there is a new host. So there's like actually, if you go search button speed unsolved, you can find the YouTube channel and there's someone who is actually actively like posting new mm-hmm. episodes. But it's either six or seven of the two of them before they decided to leave. Oh, yeah. Buzzfeed. So there's there's seven. There's seven seasons mm-hmm. of Supernatural. Um and I forgot about the most recent season. My apologies. And what I like about the show 
and besides like the humor and stuff, it is very consistent with what it is giving you. Yeah. Which is nothing. Basically. (laughs) Nothing. Like they have never even gotten a hint of a ghost. (laughs) No, there are times when like it potentially like he like if left to ryan's own conclusion yes they oh, definitely yes, they've got tons of evidence that ghosts describe what jacket he had on but yeah for the most part they don't ever get much get of nothing. anything i i think my favorite one about like you know the instance so they they use a tool called uh, a, a spirit box which is basically like a machine that just very quickly like runs through radio frequencies and ghosts can use it to set forth words through through like sort of like a a spectral like bumblebee from transformers who just is using this radio in order to communicate with you and they they ask it questions and Ryan always knows that there's an answer there. But one time they asked it a question. Like, I think the question was like, like, what is your name? Are you here? And what the ghost, what the ghost, I say in quotations, replies back was apple taters. <laughs> <laughs> so then there was another episode of like a different show <laughs> on one of BuzzFeed's cooking ones where they show up and they're like, we're going to make apple taters. <laughs> <laughs> Because this ghost loved apple taters so much. <laughs> and they're like, what is an apple tater? <laughs> Let us make one. And it's just, that vibe is chef's kiss. What I really like about it is uh, that even though, like, there are things that, like, could potentially be happening, they never really like try to hype it up in a way that, like, is unrealistic. Like, a lot no. of the shows do. And they're very realistic in everything that they do because like even the what they'll do is they'll end up like potentially like most of the time staying at the actual place overnight Mm -hmm. which a lot of the times they're not like in houses or anything so they're like on sleeping bags on the ground like and it's like cold out and it's just like on concrete and Despite the fact that Shane doesn't believe anything of what's going on, he's always actually such a trooper for everything that he does. He'll playfully mess with Ryan, but, like, he never goes to that, like, weird area where you're, like, it's, like, mean or, like, really looking down on Ryan Mm -hmm. for his beliefs. And he kind of just, like becomes the fun sport so like he will do these things he will sit in like the room by himself he will be uh, like sleeping on a sleeping bag next to ryan who's like calling his girlfriend because he's freaking out you know he'll he'll just be like buddy like it's it's gonna gonna be okay don't worry like if the demons come like i'm the one who's been you know enticing them them yeah there's just something great about that too it's just like they don't rely on these fake things mm-hmm. happening for the like entertainment and fun to come out of it. And you yeah. feel like you would, if you had been in that position, like with your friends going ghost hunting and yeah. it gives like just this fun air to it. And that's why they're just so like consistently funny, even when they're, it's not because of like their commentary and their jokes. It's just 
fun because you can put yourself in that position and that's what you would be doing with your friends if the you show, were like out ghost hunting the show is less about proving if ghost is real and more about the friendship they made along yeah. the way. <laughs> basically. You know? it's basically like this these two men's friendship played across a backdrop yeah. of going to creepy abandoned locations and turning on thermal cameras and asking spectral <laughs> beings to turn a flashlight on and off like <laughs> move a chair yeah and i will say that there is this like really great they do spend a lot of time on their research and so like mm -hmm. when they're actually giving you the story in the background of a lot of it you're actually learning a lot about like the area or the time yeah. or some of the things that happen because they do go to places where like bad things have happened. You know, they go to a lot of prisons where prisons there have been like really asylums. terrible things yeah. happen. And they do give this like kind of really great backdrop on what they're, why they're there and what was happening. So you do learn a lot about the area or the, the place that they're at yeah. for this thing. So there's this like really great kind of like, you know, educational you purpose to it too. too. Yeah, because a lot of them are like older. And so it's like a lot of the stories, you know, it's people who ha are dying of diseases that are not prevalent today or that sort of yeah. thing. And so you kind of get like a little bit of like a history lesson, like a, mm -hmm. like a little historical like, landscape listen, of ever, where like, they are. Were you ever curious about Lizzie Borden? Because they've got a whole episode that's going to tell you all they about do. how maybe Lizzie Borden was framed, my guy. Like, I left that episode convinced she didn't do shit. I, between that and some of the other things, I have uh, my suspicions that I, I feel, yeah, that mm -hmm. she. She was framed. She was framed. Patriarchy always. Yeah, that always wins. Wins. And I, my personal favorite episodes are, oh, well, as I said, I love a good exorcism story so my favorite ones are always the demonic the demon ones because there's every episode there's one demon episode because ryan is terrified of demons of course mm -hmm. um so they'll do one demon and at, at one point uh they even consult this same priest multiple times who's like an exorcism expert with the catholic pre with the catholic church i roll with mine eyes uh <laughs> listen i think demons are totally not real Every time I hear a demonic possession story, I'm like, wow, that was someone with mental illness. Yeah, I kind of go into help. like the, the pure of like being really sad that, that it was obvious someone like, who had mental health issues and they had, weren't ever getting help. Had schizophrenia and yeah. epilepsy. Like, I just immediately start to feel bad about them. I'm like, yeah. oh God. But they, there's always an episode, like the demonic possession episodes, mm -hmm. they get me every time. Like, because Shane is just so disrespectful to demons <laughs> like it it became you know no i think that was their first big meme when they started was him going into you know the abandoned room and going hey there demons it's me ya boy and <laughs> I, that was like the earliest instance i saw of that of the show really mm. like gaining a lot of popularity was because of the hey you hey there demons it's me ya boy yeah and I mean, like, he started that pretty early on. I yeah. think one of their first episodes where it's 
when it switched over to being Shane and yeah, because it was Ryan, originally this other guy um, who I actually like like looked up a bit about him just because mm-hmm. I wanted to see kind of like the background on he's like barely in it but if you were to go back and like put on like some of the first season you would see him like and, hey, who's this bearded and dude? essentially so like all these BuzzFeed shows they start because they're producers and writers and stuff mm-hmm. that worked at BuzzFeed and so him and Ryan used to commute together into mm. work and Ryan and him would have like debates and stuff about like all these types of stories and so they both decided that they should do this this show and like that's kind of how it it got pitched and like they finally got to do it and um after a while because of the other guy where like his position I think was like a video producer at Mm. BuzzFeed he was doing too much and he also didn't like actually doing research for things he just he liked the actual kind of like production debate about it and like the talk about it but like the actual research was just wasn't his thing um, he left and then they got on Shane who was, was already working their, there and they were already friends too. And it just was the best decision they ever made. It like just became what fine. it was. Yeah, he was fine. But it was, Shane, they, they had kind of the same comedy and it was still the same dynamic where yeah. like one guy was into ghosts, the other guy didn't believe in them, you know? But like, I, I feel like, like Shane really understood what would make this show fun yeah he's a little bit more camera person right yeah and and that's fine like not everybody like needs to be like a person who can be on camera yeah and it's obviously the other guy was his you know passion and what he was doing was Mm -hmm. the video producing and but Shane just works better on camera and just some of the stuff that he did like kind of very first on with when they went on site I think when they started to do like this on-site supernatural stuff is really when BuzzFeed started to really take off. Because, yeah. like, if you watch some of, like, the true crime stuff, it's actually, it's a lot of fun because they mm-hmm. do this thing where, like, when they're doing the script, it's, like, written on the screen. Yeah. And, like, if someone, like, interjects, you see the thing. And then, like, if Ryan wheezes because he's, like, Someone's laughing because joke. of it, it, like, writes it on the screen. Yeah, and it's, like, wheeze. it's got, like, the humor to it. But yeah. I think when they started to, like, add this other element to it where, like, you are seeing them do stuff at these places and like had more interaction and more movement. I think it just really started to like click even more. I I think that I knew I was really going to enjoy it. um, In the episode where they go to Salem, Massachusetts and they decide to dress in (laughs) period appropriate pilgrim wear in order to communicate with the ghosts. And you're just like, Oh no. Oh no no no. And it's just so good. Like so stupid, but so funny. Yeah, it's just so entertaining. Like there's just never a time where it's just not entertaining. So if if you were to suggest an episode hmm. that for someone who has never seen the show but you know, you really want to sell them on it. What would be like your favorite episode to be like, this is the humor you're going to get. This okay. Is what you're in for. Well, we did talk about it. I think the Mothman episode is the quintessential one. I think there's another episode where they do a, um, they go to like the bridge 
Yes, that's that's my suggestion. The Go um, Bridge. Yeah, so like any of the cryptos ones, I think like they mm-hmm. they really kind of lean into their like their humor. Be- I think just because we say that they're like super funny and stuff, and you know, you know, Shane does his thing. They are very respectful about like yeah. the things that happen, and they're very like they make time to focus on some of the like atrocities that have happened mm-hmm. at some of these things. So. But with cryptids, they get a little bit like more like serious in those episodes. But with cryptids, they're always so yeah, much funny. To. But I will say, if you're like going for another like a historical one, the one when they go onto the ship, the is it the Saint Mary? Mary? Yeah, Queen Mary. Queen Mary. That That's one so I think is so well done. I think it's just got a really great combination of them talking to a lot of people who are working on the boat mm-hmm. and getting stories from them about the ghost, but also about life on the ship and just like kind of that historical con- context and then them going around and, and just being like, how, how does anybody like actually like figure out where they're going to go in this place? And then, I, you know, them ending up in like a room on the floor sleeping. <laughs> I think it's that's a, a solid one in terms of in Buzz in terms speed. of cryptid stuff. I gotta say the Gomant Bridge. When when my husband heard that we were doing an episode on Buzzfeed Unsolved, he was like, "I'm on your bridge, <laughs> man. I'm on your bridge. I'm here for the cult stuff. <laughs> Hello, I'm here for the and cult stuff." Just, like, and sitting on the like, bridge, like crashed doing, down. Like, what, they're like on the bridge, like playing with a Ouija board. Like it's yeah, it's so crazy. it's. So good. But if I was going to go for like a classic ghost one, mm-hmm. I got to do the one in New Orleans where they stay at the hotel mm-hmm. because I think that's the mm-hmm. closest they've ever come to any actual evidence for <laughs> supernatural. And the only evidence is uh, them hearing footsteps above them when no one's above yeah. them in the hotel. And then they ask another, like, the person in the room next to them. And the person's like, yeah. I, oh, I that's right. There's the, the other people, yeah. too. That one actually is really funny. Mm-hmm. I will say also, um, there's one that they actually did that is a, a local place here. And it's the Waverly mm-hmm. Hills Sanatorium. Yeah. It's... I think one of their like a fan favorite one and mm-hmm. they do end up thinking that like there's a potential that the you know they they've contacted the, the ghost which is actually like a little spirit boy that is like the most famous out of Waverly Hills mm-hmm. when you like people talk about it in town and stuff it's like that ghost because there's this ghost he's a little boy that will like play with them people with the ball and they found like they were playing with him and he stopped the ball at ryan's name and so they were like oh god <laughs> but that one's a really good one too because like that one i think that was the most that, like they were going around doing stuff that like with freaky sounds and stuff and they're just going through and if you like aliens mm-hmm. they have a like i think they have like one alien episode a season-ish because they go like, for like they do both like the aliens and then ufos and I think some of them might like live on the true crime side. No. Yeah, some of them like them. sometimes they'll like, you know, they'll be like a like for example, they did an episode on Amelia Earhart in the uh the true crime area mm. where then suddenly it's like, but one of the theories of her disappearance was aliens. <laughs> and then Shane's like, no. <laughs> no. no. Stop no. this. No, uh, but they do like they do an episode on like the Bermuda Triangle and, you know, like there's one episode where they're talking about like this UFO and it was like caught by like 
people like some you know mm-hmm. army or navy people or whatever and they're talking about it and how it's like it was like shaped like a pillbox so it's supposed to be like really tiny and they have this whole little bit about like what if the aliens are just actually really tiny and that's why we haven't figured it out <laughs> and then she it's like that's how we don't figure it i haven't like got them because like cats just go yunk <laughs> <laughs> so wholesome at the same mm-hmm. time it's pure comedy like it's it's informative you find out a lot mm-hmm. of really cool stuff like especially like what if what less so on the cryptid episode you find out cool stuff but cool stuff that's like okay blah, 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 bullshit but you know it's fine <laughs> but like you know you find like when they go to like you know these historical locations they'll give you like the whole history yeah of everything that yeah, and they do make a point of like going to like the person who owns it or like talking to local historians and that sort of thing uh and kind of get like an actual person who is part of that town talking about the things that are going on they even did an episode very early on about the illuminati which fucking hilarious (laughs) I think it was one of like the the first ones that Shane was actually part of was <laughs> this one about the Illuminati and they're like interviewing this historian who's like uh, who focuses on like secret societies and stuff mm-hmm. and it's just really fun like they they do all sorts of really cool things in a 20 minute soundbite that just listen these ghost hunting shows could never no could no never. It's really like their friendship that cements why these are so wonderful, which is why their new channel that they have with another member that used to be at BuzzFeed, not a member of Ghost Hunting, but just another guy who used to work at BuzzFeed, they started Mm -hmm. a channel together, why their new channel continues to be popular is because they've really made their friendship like part of their brand, essentially. Yeah, yeah, they have a really great, working relationship with each other and their personalities just fit very naturally Mm -hmm. and it shows like I really don't think they have to do very much to kind of get that out and a lot of the times it does look like it's just like them talking to each other and like playing around and forgetting that they're actually being filmed you know obviously there are some times that are very staged or like you know some sort of like witty remark because obviously they're entertainers they that's their job is to entertain yeah. you. But like, there are a lot of times they just do stuff and you're like, I think that's like an inside joke. And you just forgot that we were watching you. <laughs> like there's a camera person here, the awkward, like the third wheel. And we're like, oh, yeah, you're like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's like, you're the silent friend on this ghost mm-hmm. investigation. Who's just like, oh, those two. Yeah. Like I said, oh, it's, those. they really do kind of pull out that like, feeling of like this is how I would be with my friends and Mm. I think that's just what inherently makes it a fun thing to watch I also really enjoyed though this is this is like less into um watching the actual thing so like if 
this is completely unnecessary to watch to enjoy it but after they used to do when they were on buzzfeed that the wednesday so it would come out on friday and then on the wednesday they would have a little mini show where they would get like questions and comments mm -hmm. from viewers and would um you know answer them usually hilariously but it, it sort of devolved because at the end for a lot for like we're talking a long period of time at the end of every episode uh shane you know where i'm going with this yeah. <laughs> shane would he had written a story <laughs> that they the lovely producers of their show would then make animations for and it was called the hot Daga. and i did <laughs> i need to mention the hot Daga because while it was going on it gave like i lived for the hot Daga. the hot Daga was an intergalactic story of a hot dog and his f food based friends <laughs> traveling the universe um but the bit wasn't that it was stupid. It was incredibly mm -hmm. stupid. But the bit was that Ryan hated the hot dog. <laughs> and so every week he'd be like, it's time for it. But everyone loved the hot dog, except yeah. for Ryan. So Ryan would be like, this is so stupid. Why are we doing this? And he'd be like, this week on the hot dog, when we last left Intrepid <laughs> Heroes. And he'd be like, no, I fucking hate this. But it ended with the villain of the show, of the hot dog, being this, this like egg. But the egg's voice was like all of its dialogue was comprised entirely of random cut out words that Ryan had said throughout all of their videos, like re-edited into, and he was like starring <laughs> Ryan Vergara in the hot dog. He's like, no, no, this is starring me. I just love, I just need to mention it. Uh, like you can, I'm pretty sure if you're on YouTube, you can just, you know, search hot dogga and someone has cut. Oh entirety of it i'm sure you can find that also like just like random clips you know like oh, the yeah, funniest sure. lines that like... she does the, the thing also like a really great thing about buzzfeed unsolved is they've like mastered the like mm -hmm. knowledge that people are watching their stuff in binges yeah They're, like they know that so they'll do things like they've got like playlists set up and then they also put it in like one like one season in one video so like you could either do a playlist where you're like going mm -hmm. through each of the like episodes or you could just have one video that's like two and a half hours and it's all that and they've yeah. got it broken up in true crime and unsolved super and then yeah. everything and then they've yeah. got like the q a i'm sorry yeah supernatural and then they've yeah. got the q a on their thing too and it's broken up in seasons and that sort of thing and so it makes it really easy just to kind of like just keep yeah. watching because that's all you want to do is you just want to kind of just, just keep watching you don't want to like stop you don't at want one it episode to stop. like i i cannot tell you how many times i've rewatched episodes of buzzfeed unsolved because oh like, yeah i started watching it pretty early on and yeah. it's like every once in a while like it might be a while like it might be a year in between watching mm -hmm. it and i'll be like you know i kind of want to watch them and you just like spend a couple of hours 
watching some yeah, like, beat on. So. I, I must I must admit, like I I do rewatch the true crime more than I rewatch the supernatural. But that's mm-hmm. just like listen. Sometimes you just you want to hear about a good murder. Yeah, and they do murder yeah they kind of like focus a little bit more like they do focus on like the popular stuff so it's you're gonna see stuff if you're into like true crime it'll be like the black dahlia and stuff like that but they also do some other fun things and i think they have a good mix of kind of you know true crime but like it being also different ways of like true crime and it's not just like I don't even know how to describe it, but like, you know, sometimes it's kind of more of like historical true crime and then maybe some alien stuff that like, or UFO Mm -hmm. stuff that is from probably only 10 years ago to another unsolved thing that like is fairly close. And then another thing that could be, you know, from 50 years ago or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, so they'll do all these, you know, they'll go to these, you know, penitentiaries that have been shut down since the thirties or whatever, but then They'll also go to their friend's house in one episode because she says her house is haunted. So oh, yeah, that's a really good one. Investigation at the friend's house. And it's, you know, so they've it's like a a real wide berth of what you're into. And if you like ghosts, it's... And, yeah, and if you watch other BuzzFeed stuff, um, I think you'd really like it because they do kind of tend to fall in that what BuzzFeed was into at those times Mm -hmm. so you do have like the the friend is uh, one of the other producers on the channel she's done like other stuff like I've seen her do like a day in a life of someone who's drinking smoothies every day or something like that you know um and you kind of get like the sense of like you know them kind of doing things like um like the Mothman episode I think it like kind of like it it follows kind of the same along the lines of um the the show where they're eating where they're like with the yeah with the set they even it's funny because they even mention worth it like on the show when they're yeah so they they, they go to like a mothman themed cafe and they're like is this what the worth it boys feel like like yeah so it has that kind of like if you like buzzfeed in those areas you can kind of sense like where they were kind of pulling from so like i think you'd really enjoy watching it's got the vibe yeah it's and what i what i like about it is that Unlike a lot of these ghost hunting shows, because I'm going to be honest, I'm not into ghost hunting shows. And the reason is, is because I find that they take themselves too seriously when it shouldn't, it ain't that serious, my guys. And I think like BuzzFeed Unsolved truly like captured the fact that it really shouldn't be like, listen, you're two grown men going into an abandoned house and mm-hmm. putting down a box that screams radio <laughs> static at you. Let's let's not pretend <laughs> that you're like, you know, doing something incredible. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. you're you're going into an abandoned church and like screaming, can you turn this flashlight on and up like it's there's something inherently foolish about mm-hmm. ghost investigating yeah, yeah. paranormal investigations and I, I feel like BuzzFeed Unsolved really like captured the fact that while they didn't go it's not like over the top that this is stupid there, there's an understanding between the audience and the show that yes this is stupid yeah but like 
It's still entertainingly stupid. Yeah, they're having fun doing it. They're not just Yeah, they're not they're not pretending like they're, you know, solving world hunger yeah. or something. They're doing something inherently foolish to amuse people. Mm-hmm. And doing it excellently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if you haven't seen it and you've got a little bit of time, you should go over to YouTube. Can you just search yeah. BuzzFeed himself, and you will be given the greatest time of your life. Absolutely. You could definitely check out the episodes that we mentioned. I will also include a link in the notes. I found Screen Rant did a article where they had the, the top 15 episodes of BuzzFeed, and I think it's compiled um, based on IMDb's rating, ratings. And so that might be a really good place to start because it does have some really our, good ones. I think pretty much all of our favorites are on there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So uh, that's a, a good place if you're really kind of like, I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know where to start. I know that you can just like search YouTube and find people talking about it or putting their own spin yeah. on, you know, their favorites or their favorite clips or that sort of thing. Because, like, you know, it, I suppose it also always depends on, like, what sort of thing do you like? Like, you mm-hmm. know, are you more into cryptid stuff? Are you more into exorcism stuff? Are you more into, you know, your classic hauntings? Yeah, are like... you more into aliens or, you know, unexplained phenomena? Like, they've they've got it all. They did the gamut. Yeah. And, uh, and soon the, the ghoul boys will be riding again. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for their new show. I've uh, I've really been enjoying all the stuff that they've been doing on their new channel. Um, I'm a big fan of puppet history, mm-hmm. like to an almost unhealthy. Like every time there was a new episode of Puppet History, I'd be like, "Hey, hey, anyone, anyone want to watch Puppet History? Like, anyone, anyone, Puppet History?" And then people would be like, "Puppet what?" And I'd be like, "Oh." <sighs> missing out on the great like <laughs> i i personally think puppet history could be used to teach history classes it's probably yeah it's, it's research it's just being told to you by yeah. a series of singing irreverent puppets <laughs> and like they've they've really maintained the vibe so i'm really excited to see mm-hmm. the vibe return because I was, you know, pretty bummed when they were like, oh, BuzzFeed Unsolved is ending. And I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. And then they were like, yeah. but. <laughs> but. But there is still a guy doing BuzzFeed Unsolved. And I want to. Yeah. Like if we you were looking. Work, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. You know, he's doing stuff. He just kind of does it a little bit differently. differently. Which is, you know. Which is fine. Like if you're into, still into like learning about like unsolved mysteries and that sort of thing. He kind of does a more like um investigative research kind of way of doing stuff yes humor sort of because it's just it's i think it's just him and maybe his camera crew but i don't think his camera guy is like actively on screen Mm -hmm. so it's not like a position where he has a bunch of people but still does good stuff but it's not what like we liked in BuzzFeed yeah, Unsolved. It wasn't, you know? the friendship wasn't there. We were here for the friends we <laughs> yeah. made along the way. There, it's just, I can't, it's, it has sort of this like unexplainable quality to it that unless you experience it for yourself, it's, it sounds, it's like, like if I tried to explain to my mom, for example, why I loved BuzzFeed Unsolved, she would just look at me like, what? 
it's like, kind of got that like vibe when you're like talking to people about TikTok and like yes, why TikTok is a thing when you're trying to explain a funny TikTok or like you then... just want to just say like an inside joke about like a sound and you're like nobody yeah. knows what we're talking about and it's, that's it's kind like of like literally... what BuzzFeed Unsolved like, is like for example if you are on TikTok tick TikTok TikTok like occasionally when we're recording our other podcast, oh my gosh, like, Jesse and I will be like saying stuff like we'll be like good soup, good soup, soup. <laughs> like you know, or just you know, look at all the consequence, 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 and then we're just like, oh, I literally guys. have to like keep on telling myself to stop. There I are know. times when like you'll say something and I'm like, okay, no, Jesse, don't do no. it. Don't do it. Don't, no. don't stop. No. Uh, it, it's so hard. It's so it really hard. Is. They have like lives. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I'm going to be real, Jesse. You and me have less, we, less going on. Yeah. And we've also always been into the this Online. sort of thing yeah, yes. yeah this is yeah this is yeah. nothing new <laughs> like, no no so we we have a few more inside jokes that then <laughs> become awkward to explain when we're like okay i listen i i know that you're confused about why i just said oh no my table is broken and that <laughs> half of us started laughing and the other half are like what's wrong with your table but like i trust me it's really funny if you like it's really funny have seen like the 40 hundred tiktoks that we've shared with each other i promise <laughs> and which is sort of like how how it sort of happened with sky where she was like oh i really like she's like i always see you guys using like buzzfeed unsolved memes and i just want to understand why they're funny <laughs> we're like sky we want you to understand why they're funny too. we want everyone to it's so yeah. much fun because <laughs> what, what was the one that she she was like yeah you know the one where it's like i've connected the dots you didn't connect shit i've connected them <laughs> and i'm like sky it's even funnier if you know the meme like it's even funnier <laughs> Oh, I hope she. I listen. I hope Sky watches it. I hope it is so. Sky, I think she really enjoys Sky. Better be be listening right now, shaking my finger at you. And I'd like to give another little shout out before we end here to a wonderful woman named Becky who sent us the loveliest email. Oh my gosh, I loved, loved, loved this email so much. So it was really nice and really sweet. And I hope you're having a fantastic week because we think you're awesome. And we will definitely be doing an episode on on what you said in there. We'll keep it a surprise. We'll keep it a surprise, but your suggestion was immediately written down we wrote that down yes so (laughs) don't worry we will be doing that thank you very much Mm -hmm. we really loved we really loved the email and we really and like we really i really loved all all of like you know people really love the brendan fraser stuff yeah Um, the feedback has been really great it's been really great so thank you for listening we really 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 appreciate and we hope that you keep listening Mm -hmm. because We've got lots of stuff we want to talk about with our with our internet friends and our internet community. So we hope that you have, you know, time to keep listening to us and then we can keep talking about mm-hmm. it. We hope everyone's staying safe out there. Mm-hmm. 
and everyone is taking care of themselves and being kind to themselves and we hope you have a fantastic week and we and- want to know our our burning question yes is are you a shaniac yes shaniac or bugara baby what are you we want to know we want to know so uh either you know you can tell us on instagram you can tell us on twitter you can send us an email let us know shaniac bugara uh you could also find us wherever podcasts can be found pretty much uh and we are on instagram and twitter it's always at we live online pod and uh we hope you have a fantastic week and you know maybe do a little ghost investigations of your own (laughs) all right have a good one bye bye